Welcome to episode four of the She Is podcast, and this is part two of Is Your Diet Ruining Your Diet? So dive in, get ready to be challenged and enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome back to the She Is podcast. This is part two of Is Your Diet Ruining Your Diet? So I've already recorded part one, which you can find if you skip back to the previous episode. And this is part two, where I have four more points. There was going to be 10 altogether, but I've actually combined one of these into two because they were very similar. And do you know what? If I can make this more efficient, if I can keep it shorter and sweeter and fit it into your day, then that's going to be better for you and for me. So without further ado, I'm going to talk around four more points where your diet could potentially be ruining your diet. So let's dive in. Point number six, if we're carrying on, is your diet increasing your food and body preoccupation so much so that you are struggling to stay present in life? I know that's a long one, right? So I'm going to read it again. Is your diet increasing your food and body preoccupation so much so that you're struggling to stay present in life? And I know that can be a long sentence to take in, but pause for a moment and think on that. Because the majority of people who go into a diet are doing it because they want to make their life better. They want to show up with more confidence. They want to show up with more energy, more vitality. Most women who are going into a process of fat loss are doing it because they want to feel more connected and be more present in life. And often we can think that fat loss alone, dieting alone is the key, right? And it's not just about that. Fat loss is not a bad thing. So many of my clients, I will guide through fat loss. I am not anti-fat loss, I promise you. But I am anti-fat loss for the wrong reasons and in the wrong way. So basically, if you're going to diet, I want you to do it well. If you're going to diet, I want it to enhance your life. If you're going to diet, I want it to actually take you to where you want to be, right? I don't want you being led down a path of thinking, actually, if I just gripped everything and diet any way possible, it will result in this experience for me because there's more that goes into it than fat loss. We've got to think about the big picture. So if you are going into a diet, right, and you know what, you are hoping to achieve feeling more comfortable in your body as a consequence of that. But you found yourself dieting and you've been doing it for a while, but you're now actually thinking about your body even more. You might have gone onto a diet or gone into a dieting phase because you were really struggling with how you saw yourself or how you see yourself when you look in the mirror, how you feel when you get dressed. But since you've been dieting, it's even worse. You're picking your body apart even more. You're struggling to find an outfit to wear even more. You're even more critical when you look in the mirror. You're apologising for yourself when you see other people because you're embarrassed about how you look. You feel even more exposed. You are now thinking about food even more than you were before. You are now thinking about when your next meal is going to be. You're constantly stressing because you're worried you're going to get too hungry. You're constantly trying not to overeat. You're constantly fighting, having will, trying to have willpower to stick to your plan. So what we've had, what we found is you were struggling with food 
and thoughts about your body beforehand and you have then gone into a diet to try and fix that but it's now intensified those feelings and thoughts and you are now no further forward. You might have lost a few pounds but you've got less brain space, you're more stressed and you're more unhappy. So we don't want this, right? Because we want you, if you're going on a fat loss journey, we want this to enhance your life. Does this mean that fat loss is always going to be easy, stress-free, fun? No, right? We know that it's hard. There's going to be sacrifices need to be made at times, but there's definitely a balance to be had. And this is why I'm such a strong believer, right? That having a really solid base in terms of your relationship with food to your body and with exercise before you go into that fat loss phase, I'm so passionate about that being in place because it means when you do go into a diet, you are aware of some of the risks, you are aware of some of the behaviours and some of the thoughts and feelings that might come up and then you have the tools to navigate them and handle them. Because yes, it's probably going to happen when you go into fat loss or when you go into focusing on weight loss, chances are you are going to think about food a bit more. You probably are going to think about your body a little bit more. You might be weighing in more regularly. Chances are your brain is going to go there a little bit more. So we need to be strong and robust and know what all of this stuff means and how to handle it really well before we then jump into a fat loss phase when we don't have the skills to manage that. And whilst a little bit of thinking about about food and, you know, you're probably paying more attention to what you're eating, of course, your thoughts are going to go there a little bit more. But actually, it shouldn't end up being months and months and months of being consumed by your body, like being preoccupied by your body and how it looks and food. We want this to enhance your life. We want this to give you more brain space. We want you to find a way of exercising and eating and getting dressed without it taking hours on a morning because you're so stressed about it. So we don't want that to be the norm. And if your diet is pulling you into this headspace where you feel like you are constantly consumed by these things, it's probably not helping you. It's probably leading to falling off the wagon and it's probably leading to way more in the way of self-sabotaging behaviours. So again, this is an individual one that I approach with clients on an individual basis, right? Because everybody's got their own level of foundations and everyone's, you know, working towards something slightly different when it comes to their own life. So it's really important that we look at this individually. But what I would say just on the whole is take a step back now, zoom out. Are you currently dieting? If so, how much are you thinking about these things? How long have you been dieting? How much brain space is being taken up by thinking about your food, your body? Is dieting helping you feel more free and relaxed in your body or is it making it worse? And that's not to say you can never diet or dieting's the wrong thing. We just need to dig a little bit deeper there and make sure we're getting some really strong foundations in place so that it enhances your life. Okay, number seven, is your diet affecting your self-worth when you struggle to stick to it? this is probably the biggest one that has bit me in the bum (laughs) because it's sneaky right and we can think oh well I, I don't even know what what that would look like. I don't even know how good or bad my levels of self worth are. I don't even like to use those words, but you know what I mean. Um and this is often what causes us to get really, really stressed and overwhelmed and avoid the process when our self worth becomes attached to the result. 
I know there must be lots of people like me who they're a high achiever, they are driven, bit of a perfectionist, like to do things well, potentially a bit creative in life, want to achieve things. We can often get quite attached to what we do how well we do something and we can base our self-worth on that and when I talk about self-worth I mean we can look at our value as a person so we think the better we are at doing something the more likable we are the more loved we'll be we can often want to hit these perfectionist standards because for a long time we've potentially based all of our self-worth on that potentially we might be struggling with making mistakes or falling off track so when we feel like we're not doing something very well we can pull back we can avoid because we think we're letting people down or we're not doing a good enough job and that's because we are attaching how we are doing things to our self-worth we are making it mean something about us as a person oh I know I know We have to, if we want to lose body fat successfully, if we want to diet successfully, we have to separate it from our self-worth. We all say this, right? We see the quote on Instagram, but do we believe it? Your weight has nothing to do with your worth. The amount of body fat you have has nothing to do with your worth. You know what? Yes, we we hear that quote as well, like people love you for who you are. And that's not to diminish how you feel in your body, right? I'm not saying that just because people love you as a person that you have no right to feel uncomfortable in your body or about your weight or about your body fat levels. But if we want to have success here, right, we have to detach it from our worth because you will inevitably fail. You are going to mess up. You are going to have days where you feel crap about yourself. You're going to have days where you look in the mirror and you do not like everything that you see. You're going to have days where you do feel really self-conscious. You're going to have days where you have a plan to do one thing and you end up doing the other. You're going to have plan uh, a day where you make disempowered decisions. It is going to happen. And if you don't learn to detach your self-worth and who you are as a person from the process... You are going to fall into beating yourself up every single time. You are going to quit more because you make it mean something about you. Your self-belief is going to go down and you're just going to stay stuck in this cycle. And this is one of the biggest things that kept me stuck for so long. Because people who know their worth beyond anything that they do, they just know their worth as a person created to be you, right? No one else is you. No one else can do anything the way you can. And if we can get to that place, we are going to have much more success because we're willing to fail. We're willing to get back up again. We, I don't want to say we care less about what people think because I, for me, that doesn't go away, but it doesn't stop me. And that's the difference. When you know your worth and you can come back to that, yes, you still might have these uncomfortable feelings. No one likes to mess up. No one likes to feel like they're looking a bit stupid or getting judged. But if you practice that self-worth and you, you know, you commit to knowing where it comes from and that it's not attached to anything you do, you are going to have more success because you will be more compassionate to yourself. It's easier to get back up and try again because it's not going to hit as hard when you fail because you've just failed. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you're crap. Okay. Okay. Next one. Number eight. Is your diet, well, I like this one, is your diet ruling you? And bringing out the inner rebel. 
feel like I've saved the best ones for this for this episode. The inner rebel, right? So I will often speak to people who say, I really love really strict plans. I love having loads of ca- accountability. I love just being told what to do, but then I can't stick to it and I end up breaking all of the rules. Being there as well. I'm a fellow inner rebel. I call these people Jekyll and Hyde's, myself included. No offence, by the way. I don't mean it in that way. It's just to help you understand it, right? Because there's almost like one part of us that really wants the control, really wants the strictness, really wants the butt kicks, really wants to just be kind of pushed into a corner and being told to do this or else. But the thing is, right, that goes against our human nature. No human being wants to be told what to do, right? Because one of our human needs is having autonomy and having choice. And we were made to have freedom, right? Freedom of choice. That's what I truly believe. And whilst having our choice taken away for a period of time might help, often does in the short term, at some point you are going to break those rules because your brain is wired to. That is why with coaching, my clients hate it, but I'm going to ask you a whole load of questions and I'm going to keep putting you back in the driver's seat. Yes, I'm going to bring guidance. I'm going to bring advice. I have knowledge. I've got experience. You know, the training that I've had, of course, I'm going to guide you with that. But it's so important that the decisions that you make come from you because if they do not come from you and they do not come from a place of choice, they are going to fall in the line of obligation. An obligation might work for you for a little bit, but it is not going to work for you long term because human beings do not like to be told what to do. You might think you do on the surface, but deep down you don't. So if you find that you are going through a pattern of that, just tell me what to do and you can stick to it for a bit, but then you completely rebel. Maybe you completely sack off the gym. You stop getting in touch with your PT or your coach. You pull back from your friends who've been doing the couch to 5k with you. You know, maybe... The classic one here is you've told your partner or your husband, don't let me do this, make me do this. And then when they start doing it, you don't because you're seeking that control. You're seeking the thing that you want to do, but internally you're not making a choice. And that's why I hammer home. It's why I literally do what I do. I want to help people become an empowered eater and exerciser. Does that mean accountability isn't there? No, but I think a lot of people misunderstand what accountability is. Accountability is not you being a slave to the rules. Accountability is where we can hold you in, in accountable to making the choices that you say that you want, right? So it's about putting you back in the driver's seat all of the time. So ask yourself, are you trying to break your own rules? And if you are, are they really what you want? Are you creating too much structure that it's taking your choice away? People who struggle with this actually benefit from less control, even though they want more control. The more control you try and have, the less control you've actually got, right? Because you're controlling things with externals when really inside what you're seeking is to have some control within, right? So you might be someone who says, I want to control myself around food. So you put a whole load of food rules in place for temporary fake control, but you're not in control. The food rule is. Same with exercise. Oh, I'm going to run every single day without fail. I'm going to do a workout every single day because it's easier to be all or nothing. That's an external rule because you're seeking control because you don't trust yourself to make the choice. And that's the missing piece for you. All right. Okay. I've got a few minutes left before I'm going to jump on a call with one of my incredible ladies. So I'm going to get to the last point. Really important. Is your diet making it impossible to live a values driven life? 
talk about values-driven life all the time, okay? Because it's so easy to think about the goals you want to achieve. Oh, I want to lose two stone. Oh, I want to complete a half marathon. Oh, I want to get like into this dress. And that's okay to have goals. Goals are important. But the problem is we often set goals without thinking about the vision and the values for our life. And again, I've talked about my personal experience with this on an earlier episode when I talked about the tangent that I went off personally and professionally when I went into prep for a photo shoot and I didn't do it and I hated the process and I'm glad I didn't go through with it and it was so out of alignment with what I valued. And the problem wasn't that I don't care about my physique or I don't care about building muscle or I don't care about training. I love all of that stuff. But the problem was the process and the way the process was designed, the way the things that were required, the restriction around food to that level, the way I had to change my training up to achieve the composition that I was going for, the things that I had to do took me away from the most important things in life. If you've heard that episode, you know that the things, some of the things that are really important to me are that choice, right? If I don't have choice, the inner rebel is going to come out. Another thing is that I really value making the most of the time with my kids. I love going out for food. I love having a movie night at home. I love us doing fun things together. I love going for coffee and cake with the kids. It's just so fun and we'll love doing it on a weekend. And I was sat there having a water. That was not fun. And this is not a criticism, right? Because I've got clients who do that. They might go out for coffee, right? And they choose to have a herbal tea and no cake because it aligns with their values and their vision. And that's okay. But I had to come back to myself and realise this isn't making me happy. It feels awkward. I'm breaking the rules all of the time. Not because I'm not willing to do the hard work, but the level that it's pitched at, the actions that I'm being required to do to get to this level don't actually mean enough to me. I don't care as much about having a six pack and six pack abs and being the leanest version of me above the priorities of having quality time with my kids who are like eight and five and how many more weekends am I going to get with them before they leave home? And no, that doesn't always have to revolve around food and it often doesn't. We do different things, quite active things because I value my health. But again, we, we've got to come back to what we value most. And when I go back through all of these different points, a lot of these things were flagging up for me and it was just not enhancing my life whatsoever. So do I care about my health and fitness? Yes. Do I care about, um, do I have a preference when it comes to my physique? I'm not going to lie. Yes. But no way is that a priority above having fun with my kids. Does that mean I'm just going to have cake and coffee every single day and not care? No. It's just about reordering those priorities and making sure everything's in its rightful place. That's why I do a lot of values work with my clients, because I find that a lot of people are chasing a goal, but actually the value that they're chasing and the thing that they want on the other side of the goal doesn't actually line up with the goal that they're seeking. All right. So we want to make sure that your goals match up and align with what you are trying to achieve. So a, a lovely question, I say lovely, you might not like it. A nice question to start with right on this is what do you want to achieve? And then go into a practice called the five whys. If you say I want to I want to lose a stone, 
I would say, okay, why do you want to lose a stone? And then you would write why and then ask yourself why again and then why again and then why again. And usually once you've done that five times, you're going to get to the deeper root of why you want to achieve that. You might say, oh, well, I want to achieve a stone so that I finally feel confident to get in pictures with my kids. Whilst I completely can understand that goal and I really appreciate that you might not feel comfortable getting in a picture now. There are ways that align with your values where we can be getting you in a picture with your kids in the process whilst you work on that goal and make sure that we have everything lined up so you are starting to live that values driven life now because we do not want to put life on hold and that's the problem that we see right we don't want to put your life on hold we don't want to press pause on everything that you value whilst you go and lose body fat and do a diet and then go back to the life that you value because it's never going to work we've got to marry the two together and make sure that we are pursuing fat loss goals that we are dieting for the right reasons that align with you all right so I've managed to do this in record time and I'm going to shoot now because I've got a call at 12 o'clock and it's 11.59 but I hope you enjoyed this episode as always reach out if you have any questions any ideas any topics that you want me to cover on the podcast and I'll see you on the next episode